The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep Hey, everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. But this week, the month of April, the month of April Fools, and the United States is filled with mm. April Fools. Um, fools to the left, fools to the right, on top, on bottom, diagonal, fools everywhere you look. <laughs> fool. Yeah. Absolute fool. Yep. Um, so we decided to switch it up and have it be a wife that is doing away with her husband. And her husband was probably deserving. For sure in this story. Well, one, one of yeah, them for one sure of in this story. Yeah. Maybe not the 1,800 others. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we're doing a she's the fool. So usually our shtick is the husband did it and you would think hey how do you have enough stories to have a podcast that's been on for three years straight with very little breaks and we say my goodness we have stories shooting out of our asshole (laughs) they never stop and diarrhea and diarrheaing out of our asshole shooting out of her asshole along with stories oh yeah actual literal diarrhea yeah like today Um, too if you if this is your first time listening uh, we apologize. Um, for the rest of you, you're in the right place. Our listeners, we're so thankful for you and we love you. And I hope you're all reading your book club book. If you are a new listener, we have a book club and we are reading the Twyford Code. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. Did you audio-tapes. finish it? I did not finish it okay. yet. I love it. Yeah. I like it too. It's different. My only beef with it is that it's hardcover, so it's hard for me to read and fall asleep in bed because it like pokes my eye out. Can't you fashion some sort of hat that has a stick and it bounces on the stick? Oh, that's I a don't good know. thought. Um, uh, mine's on a mine's digital. This one, this book. Oh, my last one wasn't, but this one you is got it on digital. Yeah, uh, and so, I lost my Kindle, so I have to read it on my iPad. I don't know where my Kindle is. It's so tiny that you lose it, and so I don't know how you find your Kindle when you've lost it. I can't find it anywhere. How do you find it? And it's a tiny palm sized Kindle. How do you find it when you lose it? Because you, you lose can't. It. It's like your children. It. I know. How do you find them? They'd find you, your children. They find Mine you. would, for you sure. We'll find you. I just got to Sarah's, uh, to our recording studio, and I said, Holy shit, I'm overstimulated. Like, Monday was crazy at work. I had dance I was a dance mom all weekend and then so I didn't really get to relax and then it I just like hit the ground running and then when I got yeah. home everyone was talking like Ellie yeah. was talking TV was on Rory was singing a song about a fish and telling me stories and then when Phil gets home it's like he puts on his little fucking show his mm. vaudeville act and I have to have all eyes on him or oh. Or that's insulting, and then I had to make 
food because no one else. I was just sitting on the couch wondering, I wonder if my husband will make food if I just like don't get up. He would make it for my Jamie would make it for himself. He would make it for himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't. Oh, no. He... What? I mean, what? <laughs> he went outside and no. he said, I'm going to put the snowblower in the shed. I said, okay. Then like a half an hour later, he didn't come in. And then he, he... was doing a shed jerk. Probably. Oh. Uh, and then he kept saying like, mm. then he was like, should we sell it and get us? I was like, no. Uh, you know that uh, we still have that uh, TV stand that we never got rid of. Should I like do something with that right now? I said, no, no. I'm making grilled cheese sandwiches. They're going to be done in one minute. You should sit down and eat and make sure your kids do their homework. And like, that's a Saturday th- job to like yeah. get rid of garbage. Yeah. And don't get rid of your snowblower. We live in no, Minnesota. We're not. I don't know. But he just like, these are the things that he does. It's like. Because he's got the ADD. He's not doing the right thing. That's what. I he know. just doesn't know what to do when he thinks a thought. It comes in and he, it doesn't go away until you do something with it. I, I mean, I am glad that he's motivated. With it, with, he was feeling yeah. motivated. But I was just like, but you could just be motivated to come in here. You and could be motivated to yeah. clean to make dinner, mm-hmm. to deal with all these goddamn kids. Yeah. Uh, make Bring me a drink that's not poisoned. I'll watch it. Yeah, no. Um, do laundry and fold laundry. Yes. Take care of the dog. Wash the dog of some sort. Wash the floors. That's what I'd like. <sighs> Sweep the floors. I don't think Any of these things could be done, but you're going to go do a shed jerk. Do you think he would has ever mopped the floors mine me hasn't if he had to mop the floor i think that would be a first and i think he would mm-hmm. literally like explode okay um but he often like does vacuum the stairs and i hate doing that so that i do hate vacuuming the stairs he does too. it and he does a good job so that alone is almost like a pass yeah if he just continues to do that yeah uh, that for me makes me happy I hate vacuuming stairs. Yes, me too. Especially my carpets are so pristine. I mean, (laughs) yes, they are. If you were like at a swampy shack in the Everglades Mm -hmm. and you just walked in in your shit ass muddy boots, Mm -hmm. my carpet is dirtier than those carpets in those shacks. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I don't either. Oh, anyway, we. What is this nonsense that we're just talking about? I don't know. I forgot. What, what are we <laughs> doing? We have a Todd. We're doing a Todd past. We have a Todd past. Even we have a podcast. Um, I'm sorry. Jeez. Um, I'm sorry too. We like to before we start our mystery, which we watched. Um, well, yeah, should we give them like the premise of our show yes. if they're new? Yeah, we're two dumb bitches. Obviously, we're very Check. old. Uh, we have giant guns oh, and my. some children between us, and a few husbands as well. We have multiple um, husbands. We like to talk. We, have we mustaches. We do. <laughs> we love true crime, and so we started this podcast three years ago. And um, so, welcome. You're listening to it now. Like we like our our name says, it's usually the husband who it's almost always the husband. But we found four cases 
where the wife did it. And so that's what you're going to listen to today. Yeah. And every once in a while, we know. Like, Sometimes we, we'll do something else funny that catches our eye or funny, yeah. funny or horrifying is what we meant. But we like to put a little humorous spin on it. And um, we always, yeah, we try to find good good stories to watch and research and then retell them. Um, so welcome. So Sarah, yep. can you tell us um, about... So we watched a Deadly Woman Till Death Do Us Part podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, our besties, they said, hey, whore. <laughs> and I said, what? And she said, how about try a Deadly Woman? And I forgot about that show. Um Melissa is so correct because Candace DeLong, yes, the, I love her, the FBI yes. ex FBI profiler who yeah. I love Killer Psyche. That's a podcast I never miss either one of them. She has Diane Downs this week too, which to me is fascinating. Farah was in that movie in the oh, 80s. Oh yeah, yep. Um so she said try that out and it was a it was a gold mine of reenactments and she was so correct so we did deadly woman we watched a season four it's called beyond suspicion Mm -hmm. and we're gonna go back to 1914 and tell you some you know what was the what was happening in 1914 i mean i think the times were just it was just a fun time to be alive it sure looked like you know i mean it looked like a really good year for human race every (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a really great that year. was described about the living conditions uh and and just how people lived laughed and loved yeah was it was a great year it made me wish i was it just could back travel then. back in time yeah. and put the old flex capacitor back to 1914 yes. yep so we'll tell you about that but what we also do is we like to celebrate the tiny did you just burp no i your... think i I don't know. Did you have a stroke? I think I stroked a little bit. <laughs> I what rallied. I rallied weird. back really quick. I just weird. did a mini stroke. Okay, and then rallied. Okay. Um, we do a glitter in the shitter, like a tiny pinprick of light in our really uh, just kind of shitty weeks because we work at a deodorant factory with tiny deodorants and yeah. middle deodorants and larger deodorants. Yeah. With many other people who feel our pain. Yeah. And the spring at the deodorant factory. And you'd think, well, it's a deodorant factory, but it smells fresh. Oh. Uh, oh, my. No. 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 The deodorant testers haven't changed their clothes since November. They are Correct. wearing the same outfit they've worn since november if you have deodorants middle and large or even small that go to a deodorant factory look at the children in the morning and say hey you've worn that outfit for six weeks straight i think it's time to one shower and two put on pajamas at night so mm-hmm. sleep in your clothes because you'll do that yeah. enough when you're an adult yeah, yeah. you don't need to do it now <laughs> And change at least that is your shirt. Truth. And that underwear you're wearing must be absolutely horrific. Anyway, that's just my message. Um, Thanks for that. Because they, they just don't know or care. No. And it doesn't bother them, but it, you just, you know, get in good habits of at least wearing one different outfit for it's the It's hard. It's oh, hard. it's hard because they don't give two hells. Mm-hmm. But my glitter is from sexy hair it's a hair product mm-hmm. because i have very straight you hair. you have very sexy hair oh i've god s- when i think of sexy hair yep and you think the hardy boys 
And then you know what my hair looks like. The hardy boys. No. Um, I have very, very straight hair. It has no texture. I have thin hair, but a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And you have thick hair and a lot of it. Yeah. And you have a lot of texture. Yeah. I have none. Like my yeah. hair is just slick, straight. Yeah. So I just found and some texture sprays just goop everything up or it's just like a, it makes it a cone head. But this one, it was pretty good. S- Sexy hair is a few different texture sprays and they're all actually really good. I like the one called High Tide and it gives a little texture and volume, but you can to- you can comb through it and it just seems like... I mean, I don't have it in now, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's a heat protectant. There's a few others that are also a heat protectant, but it oh. works like a charm. If you put it in before you curl your hair, like and you have your stick curls straight, straight, yeah, stay, straight. It's, they stay, yeah, and seem to right. take a little better. All right, um, I like but I don't it. know. It works for me. If you have just hair that just is goes nowhere, this works like a charm. Um, so. My glitter in the shitter this week is, I think a couple weeks ago, I told you that I liked the Il Maquillage, um, or Il Maquillage. Yeah, Il Maquillage. Uh, foundation. Yep. I and finally found mine. I ordered it too, and I had to try four different kinds, and then I f- realized I'm a 55, and it's almost exact. It is? Yeah. Do you like how it feels? Yes, though? I, I have it on now. Yeah, I, I mean, think it, it makes... Did- my skin yeah. feels so soft but um, no it wasn't cra- and it's oh it's almost like a freakishly perfect yeah but i had to i had to try a lot try four i just the first one worked for me i mean maybe it doesn't who knows maybe i have maybe i look like a vampire with no. cholera i don't know um but so anyway then they keep sending me these things like oh we gave you 15 dollars mm-hmm. to spend and so a normal person would go i'm not gonna fall for this one but I'm right. not normal. No. And so, of course, I was like, well, I better spend that $15. And by $15, I mean $75 on the next thing that uh-huh. I bought, which is called the Power Rewind. Okay. This, I saw a couple videos on it. And I think there is, there are a couple other products on the market that are like this. I've seen on Instagram or something. But... um you put just a tiny amount on underneath your eyes and I'm known for the baggage under my eyes. Correct. Um, I guess I, I'm not bar would the, probably tell you, but Nutbar I guess I've would never tell noticed me too much, but when you showed me the nice. difference, no, yeah. I didn't. I mean, compared to mine, but when you showed me the difference, when I compared to the others, it blew my butthole straight yeah. all the way to, um so this stuff anyway you just put you can't put any makeup on over it or under it so this has to be like the first thing that you put on and you just put it on really thin and it literally just tightens your skin you can feel it kind of tightening and you're not supposed to make any like you know don't crinkle your eyes or whatever while it dries and it's like nuts it, it how it looks um, i took unreal. a picture yeah yeah with one eye without it and one eye with it and i was like holy fuck this looks no it was crazy. amazing and then phil has horrible allergies and so he woke yep. up and he was like oh my god my i can't even like my eyes look so bad and i put it under his eyes and he was like jesus christ yeah <laughs> this is amazing well my poor mom would get allergy i mean this like i'm allergic to october and april it's so bad 
Um, yeah. And my mom would get so bad that she would go to work sometimes and be like, I think people thought Mike Tyson was punching <laughs> me in the face because her eyes would be so swollen. And so, I mean, this would be good if you do get kind of some puffy allergy eyes that just won't go down yeah. in the morning. I mean, it worked. No, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy um, how well it worked. I wonder if I have those pictures somewhere I could post yeah. them. But anyway, it just, it's actually pretty cool. I don't wear it every day because you have to be kind of delicate. I mean, because if you put just even a little bit too much on, you get like a white oh sheet. Yeah. Kind. I mean, you can tell that you have it on. It has to be just like really thin. Um, and I just don't take a ton of time but if my eyes look real shitty in the morning i put it on and yeah. if i'm like going out i put it on and it's oh it's awesome super cool yeah so that's my glitter in the shitter i it actually works it's 70 bucks but who the fuck cares it's Can cheaper I, yeah. than surgery surgery yeah i guess and especially and it does with work. your eyes yeah you don't want to mess with your eyes with surgery people look do it Kenny and they rogers look, yes it looks bizarre yeah. men can't have so, the eyelid lift although just, jessica simpson i think had an eyelid lift and hers looks great really yeah i mean she currently doesn't look great i think mm. um that's it great um did you have we have two patrons no. patrons joined we have a patreon and we have our episode prepared we just have to kind of get it recorded so we have to do that like too. did we all watch it i did I mean, I have I to did. finish my note. Cassie did. Yeah. Did Tiffany watch it? I sent it to her. I know. Um, we could do. I enjoyed th- it as I watched. I won't say what it is. Mm-hmm. I was. I enjoyed it and also giggled uncontrollably yeah. and then couldn't stop and had to keep going a little bit <laughs> and had to see what the future held. Um, so I'm excited to share this one. But it's coming. When to I was Patreon. watching it, my I, Rory asked me, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's Beauty and the Beast." And he was like, "No, we it's just not." Said it. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to cut that out. Um. Anyway, no. Jamie said we went to Paramount because we watched Reno Nine One One on it too, and he said, "Were you watching this?" <laughs> I said I was. And he went on purpose. I said I did. Um. Anyway, forever long. Ashley Stevens, one of our favorite oh. listeners and people ever, as well as her fish catching dynamo son, Cades. Cades skis. Um. Thank you. I'm gonna send you some stickers, and you're amazing, and we love you so much. We actually met actually through the podcast like we did not know her before but we like hung out at some fun bar events and now we're friends she's the best yes and jamie glenn thank you thank you thank you thank you jamie and ashley thank you um did you have a facebook funny yeah i did we also have a facebook group that you can join it's called it's always the husband facebook group yeah <laughs> so you can look for it and uh join and it's very inappropriate oh my so yes if you have morals or taste at all you should not uh request to if join you recoil at some sort of dick joke yeah absolutely don't join don't join don't we don't even want you there but if you do 
uh, then we this is your spot. have a, a lot of things. And uh, there were a, a lot of funny things. Oh, that was a good week. My favorite. And what if we have the same one again? Because we, we didn't talk about it. Um, Valeska. Is this yep. your favorite one, too? I picked her, but she had a few. Okay. What the fuck was in that pan? I wrote skin boob eggs. <laughs> She, I don't know what it was. What was it? She had a picture of eggs in in boobs. I've. It was like Ed Gein making breakfast. Cherie Bourdon said she did the Ed Gein special. (laughs) It is. It looked like you took the skin, just the skin of your boob. The and areola put, was apparent. Yeah, and the nipple. The nipple was apparent. And you just laid the boob out without the boob filling, just the boob skin. And then cracked an egg eggs. in between. And yeah. ate it. What was it? I don't know. Was it ham? It can't be. Is that ham? Why does it look like a boob? Was it like refried beans in out skin. of a can? Maybe it was refried. It could have been. Two cans of refried. It could be like huevos rancheros. They have wait, refried beans and eggs. I've never. I don't know, but it was tits. It was skin tits. It wasn't yeah. even tits. It was the skin. Yeah, I. You will die if you see this picture. You'll throw up in your mouth. I screamed, and then I wrote. I wrote like, "Dear God, what is this?" Yes, I'm yes. screaming because this is fucking insane. No, it's horrifying. It's gross and weird. And we both and picked it. it yeah, because yes. it shocked me to my core. That's the, s- <laughs> That's the second week in a row. I know. The same one. Spot on. Oh my god, besties. Um. So now we're gonna. Jump into we our show. We actually are going to talk about and it now. I know. My God. We're sorry. Um, Deadly Women. We're getting to know a lovely lady, mm-hmm. a handsome yeah. female mm-hmm. that was kicking it and hitting it around the early 1900s. Yeah. And her first crime happened in 1914. So we like to just say, what, what? What was going on in 1914? Uh, uh, I looked up music and it was a bust. Nothing, it's a bust. Well, certain things happened. For instance, um, life expectancy for males was 52. That just seems so ridiculous. It's like so. I mean, but it's what in the 70s now, and most people live a little longer than that. But I don't know. 52. 50, females are 56. Hmm. Um, that just so they only young. get four years. And you look piece, when you were huh? fifty-two, you looked ninety. I have a feeling. Oh um, yeah, I think so. The first electric traffic signal was put up in nineteen fourteen in Cleveland, of all places. Really? Yeah. Not even New York or anything. Hmm. Um, and I had no idea, but it was the first commercial airline flight too. I had no idea it was that early, and I think it was around Tampa, flying around the <laughs> Everglades. Okay. The Panama Canal opened. The Model T, the car, in 1908 to 1913, I had no idea because it was in different colors, like black, gray, green, blue, and red. You could order it in. But then in 1914, I would get green. Ford Motor Company said available in every color as long as it's black, and they changed it to only black. I think because they could crank it out. Mm -hmm. And their pay went from $240 a day to $5 a day. That's what I make. <laughs> Me too. Um, and I have a master's degree. Yeah. In 1914, that gift to women was invented called the Speedo. 
where men wear tiny, thin fabrics around their genitals in public, thinking that women want to see a close-up of their wang in a tiny triangle underwear. And Mr. Speedo was sorely mistaken. Oh, my, yes. Oh, terribly mistaken. And then to have just all the bits coming out the sides. No. We don't care for that. It, uh, meanwhile, women were expected to wear petticoats and full-length... Uh, hazmat suits. Hazmat beach. suits to the beach and drown. Yes. Because the weight of the water in the uh, fabric would take us all under. Well, you couldn't even but get it wet. Men... You my God, men could wear a Speedo... But women, still from the human race, just still a human, if you showed your ankle, yeah. you were beaten and drove over with a car. Yeah. Or they just said... Because you were a whore. That, yeah, you go swimming in that. That's your own yeah. fault. You deserve to drown. Right, because you're a whore. Yeah, why would a woman ever want to cool no. off in the water? <sighs> and now this is what made the year really um, great. Because the Spanish flu hit... The first influenza pandemic of that decade. Yes. And killed 30 million people. Yes. As well as World War One yes. kicking into gear, uh-huh. which killed how many millions and destroyed yeah. how many millions of lives as they're just chlorine gassing everything. And then to have the decade, you know, end with the other influenza pandemic that killed 50 million people. What and in oh maybe that was like everyone you know 18, just is dropping 19, dying yeah eighteen twenty that was also when the when the people from awakenings got sick too oh geez. it was that pandemic the um encephalitis oh, lethargica God. pandemic and then April twentieth nineteen fourteen Colorado your National Guard just decided to go to striking miners and their families and just fire a whole bunch of rounds into their camp, killing 19 people, mostly their children. Why did you do it, Colorado? (laughs) And why did the adults hide behind the children? (laughs) Oh, that's a horrible story. What a horrible thing. They're just striking it because working in a mine is the worst thing ever. Of course it is. They want to make more than $5 a day that I make. Yeah. Um, books like Pygmalion and Pollyanna were topping oh, the charts. Feel good. Fashion. So a woman, because the war kicked up and all the men were either dead of influenza or <laughs> dead in the war, women had to actually run their home, watch all their kids and work and run the city. And so women had to be do 1400 jobs. And it said their increased role in society as if they weren't already holding weren't everything together before that fashion had be. to change because they were wearing more corseted garb, which is can't be fun. No, why? And so they fashion changed in 1914 to more of like an ancient Greece themed drapey, high waisted, less structured hemlines were moving up a bit where the ankle could show. Um, they were not good looking. No. Um, these were not, but this was supposed to give them more freedom of movement. But then the hobble skirt this year was invented, which literally was tight ribbons tied around your skirt to where you could not move your legs apart. So you had to hop and hobble. I don't understand that part at all. 
That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And women, why did you do that? Yeah, why? Why do you agree? Why did you wear this? Um, Kotex was invented. Well, thank God. So at least when you're wearing your hobble skirt, you're not getting your period all over the place. <laughs> and working your 17 jobs yeah. in and out of the home. Yeah. Kleenex was invented. The wristwatch. Zippers. And because everyone had rickets because no one could go outside <laughs> and it was so polluted. Yeah. Sun lamps were invented so that your kid couldn't have actual sturdy bones. And, and not jaundice. <laughs> yes, and not jaundice. Uh, or die. Because oh, probably did it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. So just fun, fun There times. were uh, really, it seems like horrible songs. Um, the singers who hit the charts most were... Uh, a fellow called Henry Burr and Arthur Collins. And there was even a guy named Billy Murray. Oh, my. Not to be confused with Bill Murray. Oh. Uh, the songs were scandalous, like You've Got Your Mother's Big Blue Eyes. Oh. And If I Had Someone at Home Like You... And all aboard for Dixieland. And would they say Dick? They did. Land. Yeah. Yep. They did. All aboard for Dick. Sealand. <laughs> that was the. That was That's the song. The song. Yeah. Um. What a terrible time. <laughs> there was, I, I, as far as I can tell, there's nothing good. And about. then, what did you do for fun? Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing to do for fun. There's no music. Everyone stinks. Yeah. You're wearing your hobble skirt. All your dates are dead. <laughs> you got nothing to do. Your kids all have rickets, so they can't even play outside. What do you do? Where do you go? You can, you try to get a car, and you can only get it in black. And you wanted red. But you have to pay, all, you only make $5 a day and you can't even afford it. Yeah, what did people do for fun? Nothing. They just died. God. They just died they for died. fun. Um, huh. So we're going to watch Deadly Women, which has a lot of Candace DeLong, and I adore Candace DeLong. I love her, and um, I love her. So she's in this show. She actually has another show where she interviews some killers from jail, which is a good mm -hmm. one because she has a yeah. current, her podcast killer psyche is great because she's also a psychiatric nurse. And so she explains why people are so goddamn mm -hmm. crazy and dives into their childhood. And it's like, oh yeah, well they were tortured by their parents. So that's why they're nuts, you know? Um, so she, you learn so much from her. Um, and some of the people she interviewed on one of her shows, she does a podcast about, too. So she does a great job. Um, I liked I liked that the costumer for this show gave it the old college try. <laughs> I feel like they had a budget of $17, mm -hmm. and they really did try. And the set, the sets they tried. I feel like there was an effort there to try. Um, I agree. Yeah. And I think when you spend big money, like $6 yeah. on a wig for your main character, mm -hmm. you don't have much else to, you know, that wig was probably the most important part. And so believable it was. It was. That, um, yeah. I mean, I applaud their efforts, too. So we're going to go actually back to Northwest Chicago, which 
we were told multiple times at the beginning was a Polish neighborhood full of lots of Polish people called Little Poland, and there was lots of there Polish so people many there. Poles Very many so Poles. So many Poles. In Northwest Chicago. Chicago in 1911. A lot of pierogies being yes. made. And, and s- the, probably, this was this where the Sausage King was? The Sausage King was here too. Oh around, my I mean, was God. He, he was around this time, yeah, wasn't he? I, I or somewhere. I'll look it up. Um, Tilly, we're going to learn about a woman named Tilly. I had a cat named Tilly. I kind of like the name Tilly. I love it. Um, and her last name was Grubrick. <laughs> it's like Sbornak, but mm-hmm. it's Gbornrick. Yeah. G-B-R-U-R-E-K. Mm-hmm. Sometimes known as Klimek. That was K-L-I-M-E-K. Her last husband, yeah. Um, so if you want to look her up, it's Tilly Gwerk. You were going to look up Sausage King. Oh, Sausage King. Yep. Okay. We see Tilly flitting about in her 1911 Chicago Polish neighborhood. And they, she's in kind of a rundown clothes. Now, the wig I wrote, she has a Thelma Harper wig. Mm-hmm. And a Leonardo da Vinci's hat that turned into kind of a nun cap. Was she wearing some sort of a... It looked kind of like Leonardo da Vinci's painter's cap with a long mullet skirt. A little bit, yeah. And then she's wearing Thelma Harper's wig and some poor-looking rags that were okay for the time. Thelma Harper's wig backwards some no she actually had nice bangs and little curls oh i yeah she was wearing thelma harper's wig sideways yeah i thought it was like looked it was askew almost like a parted down the middle askew where it shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been Mm -hmm. and then the leonardo da vinci hat was always on and i just was like when she was at home yeah, yeah that's where it was yeah i never saw the hair without the hat and I did like the stage of this. So she goes into her house, which is a shack home. It's a tiny shack house, which I don't know. Maybe she had, actually. And she runs in the door and she's apologizing to her husband because the market was crowded and she, she's so late. She couldn't get what she needed and blah, blah. She's making these excuses for being late. Her husband, as they call an idle husband, he ain't got <laughs> no job. He's sitting at the table just with a huge booze bottle. And just starts yelling at her. He like, had nothing else except, like, the whole set was barren. There, he's sitting in a chair with a table and this giant bottle. And of that's booze. It. Yeah. And what were you doing? What do you look at? The what wig was expensive. So I, I don't know. But then what would you do for fun? Do you play cards? I think you would just drink, probably. I mean, they didn't even have radio, right? I don't, I don't know. I mean, so what it was entertainment. You just sat and looked at your walls, your bare walls, because you certainly don't want to talk to your wife of 26 years that you probably hate or your husband. Did you play jacks? I don't know. Did you roll hoop in a stick with your husband? (laughs) What did you do? I mean, what did you do? Or were there so many chores that you just never had free time? Had time to like because you had to make your soap, and then it took you twenty years to do your laundry, and then you just had one dress anyway, and you probably shit it because you always had dysentery, and you're just constantly (laughs) changing your laundry and your underwear and your dysentery dress. What? But what did you do? Um, so he yells at her and he's just a drunk with no job. And she's in her one dysentery dress stinking. 
and they said she just was miserable. She's trying to and work. They were so mean about her. They were you like, uh, a lot of people said she was a hideous. Oh my god! Witch. I wrote down what they said, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, kind of. Well, we see a man named Troy Taylor, who's a historian, and I wrote he's Ed Sheeran's yeah. cousin from The Shire. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, I agree. Or Danny Bonaduce's yes, grandson, cousin from The yeah. Shire. So she's married and miserable for 26 years. And then we see this Chicago writer. I didn't write down his name, but he is equally homely. And that's where he says, people would say of Tilly that she was a greasy, complexioned, ill-mannered, just a thoroughly unpleasant kind of woman to look at. Greasy complexion. And I thought, well, that's kind of me, but... Yeah. Um, So I thought, oh, well... Nobody could have looked great at this time and for your conditions and working and your shitting in your shit dress because you probably have the the typhoid Mary's working in your next door too. (laughs) Um, So she's just in this miserable marriage with this drunk who doesn't work she's working and she all probably over feels really bad about herself because she knows her skin doesn't look good but there's no products on the market that can help keep the oil under control well you gotta make your own soap out of a dead roadkill fat <laughs> and boil it for two weeks and what's roadkill soap gonna do it's yeah, it's gonna be full of lard and fat. Right. And you're just rubbing the grease on your face. Yeah. She didn't have a chance. She oh didn't have a my. prayer, Tilly. No, just the mod and then your teeth the modern conveniences, we have to be more grateful for that. Sure do. Um for soap. Cause really, I mean, I would probably go back to nineteen eighty five. Yeah. But maybe not earlier than that. I do like some modern conveniences. Um Tilly just starts thinking, this is a shitty life. I need to just do something. This is fucked. Mm -hmm. And her husband's an asshole and he's always yelling at her. And she's just like, what am I putting up with this dumbass shit? And Candace DeLong describes it as Tilly just one day just fucking snaps. And it's funny. They show the shack through the window. The husband is just doing his staring at (laughs) the table Drinking out of this mysterious bottle of booze. (sighs) She comes in like a bat out of hell and starts screaming at him. She says, you are going to work. I am sick of you. And she starts slapping the shit out of him. She says, put on your hat. And she takes his hat and just smashes it on his head. Your hat. Get out the goddamn door. And she kicks him out. And he's looking at her like, holy shit. All right. And she kicks him out of the house. And then she's just smiling like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. that wasn't so hard. You know, I told him, go get a." She said, go get a job and get out of the house. Um, And she gets she gets the shack to herself that Mm -hmm. night. And she can just she can stare at the wall. And drink and watch the ants. She can do whatever she wants. Do a show or something. <laughs> um, some Candace explains. Box until quiet. <laughs> sound <laughs> Is that what the ants are singing? They were. They yeah. were singing that. All yeah. the little ants are marching. Yep. And that would be a good show. Black and ten she can sit right on the floor. Waving. Yeah, go for it. Candace says she spends she spent her whole life mm-hmm. a downtrodden, beaten person 
one day she decides I'm not going to take it anymore. She put a twisted sister tape and her Fisher Price tape player and she just hit play mm-hmm. and beat the shit out of her mm-hmm. husband. And it felt great. And the smile on her face is like, oh, I did this. I'm going to go out and do some more shit and take control. And went to town. She goes to a dress shop. They show her and they say at age 55. Well, I mean, she was a hard 55, but she's already outlived her. <laughs> she outlived was the average. She out. Yeah. Yeah. So did her husband, apparently. Yes. Yeah. She's tr- uh, the dressmaker comes to her and puts a lovely red fabric on her. And she goes, no Mm-mm. black. Mm-mm. Okay, then, but here she was not wearing her wig. Yeah, she had like a weird rag on her head but then she had like a bun in the back yeah only when she was at her house she had the curly with wig. her ugly husband was yeah. she wearing thelma harper's wig yeah she had a bun. that's right and that wig wouldn't have went into a bun no it was like she was trying to make herself ugly for her husband i don't know Maybe. I, didn't, I didn't understand it or they just forgot the wig when they, they lost those. it yeah hmm. um the dressmaker says oh black and one of the hobbits says you know when you go to a dress shop and you buy black people automatically assume your some your husband died mm-hmm. well no or you just want to wear a black dress because it's slimming you don't <laughs> always have no to. i'm buying my little black yeah. dress every woman needs one but the dressmaker you know says oh did someone did your husband die and she says my husband will die in two weeks. <laughs> Not yet. In two weeks. And the, and the dressmaker's like, in two weeks? And then she gets all scared. and She got a terrified look on yeah. her face and drew her hands to her yeah, mouth. And, and had and to went, get her, <gasps> her, her mm-hmm. salts <laughs> and smell them. So what did she do? Tilly decides she's going to be like a crystal ball prophet woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> a seer. Mm-hmm. And again, takes me back to Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he went to the crystal ball lady to have his fortune read to ask for where his bike was. And she said the bike was in the basement of the Alamo. And so we had to go to the Alamo and he asked for the basement of the Alamo and they laughed at him because Alamo doesn't have a basement. This, everything always comes back. To Pee Wee Herman, it Pee-wee does. To Pee Wee Herman for you. It absolutely does. Um, she decides she's going to predict the death of her husbands mm-hmm. and all the dicks in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be creepy about it, too, and go up to people and whisper, you're going to die soon in their ear. Yeah. And so if she wanted these, they were self-proclaimed psychic powers right. because it gave her some respect it gave her a little bit of a claim to fame. The neighborhood people started freaking out, but she wanted to make sure that these predictions were correct so that they knew she was the mm-hmm. real deal. She predicted who was going to die, and she knew she had to make this come true. So she decides The that only way she was going to get more clients is if she was... Is correct. Yeah, is if her predictions were... So now we switch to Tilly back in her kitchen with that. Th- she had Thelma Harper's wig on again and Leonardo da Vinci's hat. Mm-hmm. She has a pot of stew and it looks like she's Carolyn Ingalls. Cause it's like, even though I think they had regular stoves, 
a little bit of close to regular stoves in 1914, but she has a Carolyn Ingalls stove yeah. in pots where it's over a fire, mm-hmm. it looks like. She takes out this pot, the stew, and she kind of looks to the side, looks to the other side, all clear. Her husband's somewhere else jerking it, shed jerking. <laughs> and she takes a whole bottle of poison that's just right on the right yeah. out in the open and it looks like a big salt like a yeah. big salt from costco yeah and she just takes 1900 scoops <laughs> adds it into the soup like keeps going keeps going keeps going keeps going keeps not going yet, keeps not going, yet keeps not going, yet keeps going, <laughs> keeps going keeps going keeps going keeps going to where it's more poison than soup <laughs> and then she brings it to her and then she has her husband come in and he's starts eating it she's like yeah eat it up eat it up yeah yeah eat it up she eat it up and she kicks that. it back and smiling eat it up yep eat oh, that keep up eating keep eating if i were her husband i'd be like what the fuck lady yeah, why are you eating it yeah why do you keep telling me to eat so, I, I guess I yeah will. yeah candace tells us that women often do prefer poisoning their victims because you can be in control of when it happens mm-hmm. you can be close to your victim mm-hmm. so that you can also watch their suffering if that's your kink okay they switch to a scene of the husband in his bed going like moaning and whatever and then there's this other lady who says arsenic damages the nerves in your hands and feet so that's we've seen that in our yeah. poisonings where they think they have that yeah Guillain-Barre disease yeah. or whatever Bar- yeah Bar- whatever that you get syndrome. a headache you get vomiting you get diarrhea and you get flu symptoms but that's how i feel every day yeah um the husband is struggling in bed just writhing and then tilly just sits down and she is just smiling to high heaven watching him just shit himself to death pretty much in bed and mm-hmm. It's described as she started getting a sadistic glee from watching his pain. She goes to her accountant then and realizes he had insurance and she even gets a thousand dollars out of it. Yep. And goes, holy shit, I got rid of the husband that I just hate. And I got money. Which Candace then said, um, Tilly's first murder was really just to get rid of the husband that she just fucking hated. Yeah. Because he just was yelling at her, abusing her, and just making her life miserable. But when she saw that she got that insurance money, which $1,000 back then would have been, she would have been set for Mm -hmm. a long time, she thought, oh, here we go. I can make a living out of that. And she does. Right away, she marries again, and this husband dies pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. which she predicted to the neighborhood first yes she marries again and this husband dies which again she predicted to the neighborhood Mm -hmm. first she gets very lucrative insurance policies from these two dying and no one said "Hmm." yeah no one said that seems like you know, it seems like she's the, a psychic isn't a real thing. The and only she's just people whose deaths she's predicted are the people in her own house. But. Yeah. And they okay. died mysteriously like hmm. the same way. And they're all sweating and shitting. Yeah. The neighborhood was very religious and superstitious. They were not willing to tell the police because she would go around and scare the shit out of people. Give like everybody doing, the yeah. stink eye. Yeah. And kind of whisper, you're next. 
in their ear mm-hmm. they didn't want to cross her because they thought well what if she really does have these powers right and two she seems like she's batshit crazy right and three people are dropping dead around her i guess there was a young woman in the neighborhood who started saying you know fuck you tilly <laughs> fuck you <laughs> and she died and then there were parents of little children who also said fuck you tilly <laughs> And they died. <laughs> and the dog. And then the a dog, dog said, fuck shit. you, Tilly. And the dog died. Shit on her doorstep. Yeah. And then kicked it with its leg onto her door and then farted. And the dog died. Now, every asshole is starting to realize that the link between them all is Tilly's goddamn stew. So why did this fuck you lady who said fuck oh, you was dead. go eat the stew? Why did she go eat the stew in her I house? Don't... What You know what, Gladys? I'm going to go tell Tilly to fuck off and eat dinner with her in her house. I'm going to eat that stew she was feeding to her husband before they died shit themselves. I'm going to eat it. And as I eat it, I'm going to say, you're a lying dumbass bitch, Tilly. I'm going to so I'll, I'll be there at shit dinner yeah. for three days and pass on. Um, Why would you go eat it? None of this made sense to me either. I, I mean, I could kind of figure out how she maybe tricked the kids into eating because maybe no well, one was really watching them. I don't think the kids them. died. I think just the parents no, of the she kids ki- died. No, she, she killed, killed the all kids. of them. She killed three kids, it oh, said. But it said the parents of three little children oh, were dying. I think the parents, oh. just she just killed the parents. And or maybe she killed them all. But why would you bring them your whole the kids dog. over there? Yeah. You know what? Let's go talk to Tilly and tell her that we know she's poisoning everybody with her soup. Oh, my God. She invited us over for soup. I guess we got to go. Oh. We'll put on our best. Um, I'll put on my best diarrhea dress that I just cleaned with roadkill soap. <laughs> Um, I don't get it. I don't either. But for a woman who had grease and oil issues. And her face was incredibly unpleasant to look at. She, she sure. She brought in the wang. She she was slapping away <laughs> wang left and right. Just slapping the shit out of it away. Wangs in little Poland did not oh, man, discriminate. No. They did Apparently. Didn't. No. In fact, her fourth husband, Joe Klimek, mm-hmm. was described as a clueless dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> because he did pay attention to, to gossip because his dumbass marries her. Yes. Even though everyone in her, their tiny neighborhood knew she was killing all her husbands and killing all her neighbors, this dumbass signs up to marry her even though she has a grease face. <laughs> Hi, my name's Joe. Um, my wing is free. Do you want to marry her? And Joe obviously had a brother that had common sense. Maybe he was born with the common sense because right away he's like, Joe, you're shitting in your bed. You married the, sh- the killing woman that kills her husband? Yes. That's your wife? Why'd you marry her, Joe? Why did you do it? And then the brother <laughs> says, you're dying. She's poisoning you. They show a scene of Tilly just shoveling the, st- the stew in his oh mouth like God. a thousand miles per hour. Like just <laughs> shoveling it in. And he's like shaking and going, gay, 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 yes. gay. He's still <laughs> eating, shaking and eating. And doesn't once think, well, golly, this isn't right. 
<laughs> I don't know. Jeez. But the brother comes and calls the police. So the police come to Tilly and they see that she has a poisoned stew on the stove. Mm-hmm. And that she's been trying to kill Joe. And they finally ar- arrest Tilly. They dig up all the other husbands and find that there is enough arsenic in their bodies to kill four people, each one of them. Yeah. Because she dumped the whole container in. We saw it. Yeah. Yes. And for her trial, so she actually had been killing people from 1914 to 1921. That's Mm -hmm. when she got arrested for Joe. She had a good seven years of people just being like, "Um, should we say something? (laughs) Our neighbor's just killing all these people. Should we do it? Say something? But they didn't until the Klimek brothers came. Right. So at trial, she becomes famous. Newspapers across Mm -hmm. America are sharing her wicked story. Um, She enjoyed the fame, I guess, loving that she was in the newspapers. They are not certain how many people she killed. They know at least nine, but possibly 20 people. Yeah. That she did. I mean, and it could be more than that if she just would have people. But why would you go over and eat at her house? I, when you know that's the last meal of all these people that died, wouldn't you put two and two together? Or were you just so rickety that you couldn't think because of your rickets? I, I don't know. I don't know. And she was a good cook. Maybe they were like. Yeah, they did. Say, that was the one compliment yeah, she got, that they could she's give her. She's a great cook. Yeah. Well, when you're eating. If you're poor, when everyone who and you get the eats soup, it, yeah, is dead. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it was I, the good, soup might right be poisoned, but I'm so hungry, I'm just gonna give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I could use a good diet of diarrhea for a few days. Um, and then she just got life in prison. She wasn't hung or executed or anything. I didn't look up how long when she died. No, um, but she did not age well in prison. She didn't wasn't that bad looking, I thought. I in didn't a younger picture. And then horrific. an older picture there was, and I thought, oh. Well her hair the wig that they put on her was just ridiculous. Because well, no. none of the real pictures. No, she looked, looked normal. Anything, yeah, normal to the I mean, she so, looks creepy. In but. like on Murderpedia, you know? Yes. And when you uh, just in reading more about Tilly, um she like <laughs> was oh. not even secretive about it oh about killing anyone she said um she her neighbors said that she would tell them that frank her boyfriend she had a boyfriend um, she had a boyfriend too yeah frank would not live long and then she would tell frank himself in the morning like it won't be long now you'll be dying soon and was joking with the neighbors that he had two inches to live Oh. Two inches. Was he talking about his weighing? His weighing? I don't know. So she killed her boyfriend and then she married the Klimek guy. Oh. And then in the middle of this, she had a cousin named Nellie who also went to prison. They were just a prison yes. family, the Gaboriks. Um, bodies. So this was after they were exhumed and then they. Uh, arrested her cousin Nellie because Tilly told the police that she had told Nellie that she was tired of Frank. Nellie said, maybe you should try to get divorced. And then Tilly was like, nah, I'll get rid of him another way. 
And then she Tilly said that Nellie was the one who gave her the arsenic and that it was a poison called, quote, rough on rats. Oh, <laughs> what? And then why did Nellie get in trouble? Because she was an accomplice. Yeah. They said that she was the one who gave the arsenic to oh, her. Well, but then she eventually Nellie did eventually get acquitted. But while she was in prison acquitted? with Tilly. Oh, Nellie. Okay, Nellie Tilly. got acquitted. Yeah, good. But they, she was in prison with her for a while. And while they were in prison together, Tilly was so mean to her and set, told her one day, well, today's the day you're going to be taken out of here and hanged. What? Why was Tilly such a dumb bitch? <laughs> she was like, tor- like harassing she and torturing, torturing everyone. People. Yeah, she loved like, it. Oh my God. She's like Nellie Olson. <laughs> but oh. worse. Nellie Olson armed with arsenic and... Oh, that would be bad. A bad Nelly wig. Yeah. Arsenic. Dear terrible God. but i mean she set out to do a task and she did it she sh- i mean she really went <laughs> she through sure with it did she when did sure she die did. does it say how yeah, old she was she died um in let's see she was born in 1876 she murdered people from 14 to 21 and then she died in prison in 1936 oh well, 76. She 86, lived 96, a while. Oh, six. 16, 26, 30. She was 60. Hmm. Well, I mean, she probably liked in prison. You get, you eat and you're warm. She didn't have to cook. She didn't have to cook for, for anybody. Anyone. You don't have to work. I mean, unless they ship rocks or and whatever. she was apparently harassing everyone there too oh she so. was loving it god she was yeah. big cheese time of her life yeah it was the best years she ever tilly. had we well, might have yeah. ruined the name tilly for ourselves I know. now with this one yeah good thing we're not having any more kids no kidding mm. well that's our show <laughs> join us <laughs> next week next when week when we should be, be back to the same may. routine it is yeah. gonna be may like justin timberlake says <laughs> yeah it is yeah and we finally can't wait for it. yeah i'm waiting for june are we gonna promise to work on our patreon yes. this week okay better all right well thank you so much and look for our social media for some lovely pictures of tilly i forgot last week. and if you want to uh take a look at our glitters and the shitters too we also have an amazon storefront storefront we, do. we don't really understand how to use it but we do have it and we always put our glitters and the shitters yes. and related items those links are in our link tree along with merch and stickers and all that stuff Where's on our, our link, link tree, tree it's, uh, our link tree is every bio it's in every bio oh. Oh, and we have it social we media. Have. You okay. just click on it. Good to know. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.